This episode contains references to violence, urine, and off-screen death. Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, welcome to Table It, a micro RPG podcast. My name is Tim, and I'm one of the hosts and the editor of this production. Table it is an excuse to get my friends Max, Matt, and Manny to play micro RPGs with me. We are all interested in game design as well as actual play, so each game will get a review at the end. Stick around and hear our opinion as well as if we'd put the game back on the shelf or we'd table it and play it again. Okay, so I, I think I want to stick with the, with the with the very fun plan that I had. Okay. I'm going to head down to the conference room floor. I'm going to stand up on my hind legs. And I'm going to walk like someone wearing stilts. I love this. Oh my and god. I'm going to walk through the conference room, waving at everyone. Uh-huh. Like I'm, like I'm a, a person dressed up as a bear. And I'm going to try <laughs> to spot Bethany or Scout on people's name tags. That's oh my brilliant. god. That's great. <laughs> If you hadn't done this, I was going to. I was I going to try it. this exact bullshit later. <laughs> I love it. So the, I think the role for this is not physically, can you get up on your hind legs? And uh-huh. I think you absolutely can. Yep. The question is, do you successfully convince people that you're a human being in a fursuit or yep. that you're actually a bear? So I think this is, I'm trying to have, is this, is this criminal or is this God, bear? If it's, well, that's just the thing. Because like used to do anything that is not directly related to being a bear. You're actively trying to, to not, not be, be a bear. bear. Yeah, <laughs> so that sounds criminal. like criminal. criminal. Okay, so my role is brains. That makes sense. Again, you're trying to be as human like as possible. Uh huh. So Hello. I'd use both. Okay. I'm two dice. Hugh man. Yep. Hugh man. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of Hugh Bearman. I'm Hugh, Hugh Jack Human. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Where'd you end up? All right. So my criminal is four. I rolled a five and a three. Yay. Okay. So you take the lowest. So, so you succeed uh, at doing this. You, you get up on your hind legs. And I think maybe as you emerge into the conference, the center hall, you actually see kind of loosely someone has left a hive, uh, uh, sash. Ooh, yes. Like a hive distributor sash. And so you gently like slip that on over your head and on you, it's like a necklace size. Uh huh. And you're coming on through. You've got your hat. You've got your radio. You've got your hat, your, uh-huh. your sash. Your... I, I tip my hat at people. Yes, I wave at people. You're waving. <laughs> I, I have think... bad news. I, think like... I just noticed this too, Matt. What? <laughs> Continue this. Continue. I think you end up 50-50 where uh-huh. half of the people think you're a person. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, my God. Wow, your costume is so realistic. That's amazing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What supplier do you use? And the other half think that you're a bear who's just part of the entertainment. Oh, my God. They shelled out for animal performers. Uh This is the best. Oh, my God. I have to put pictures of this on Honeygram. So you are in the background of pictures on Honeygram. Peace signs waving. The whole thing. They love Uh you. Hell, yeah. You are, however, gaining a lot of attention. Yes. So you are looking for Bethany or Scout. Bethany or Scout. Okay. I would say actually... Oh, uh, so when the when it says when the plan goes off without a hitch, is yes. this a plan that goes off without Correct. a hitch? That's, yeah. that's what Matt and I were like, <laughs> yes. oh, so no. So you need to make a switcheroo. My, my bear has gone into criminal. 
I am now five and one. You need to keep track <laughs> so of that. I think you gotta uh, down some honey. Quick. I, think yes. I think that's the plan. I think I'm gonna like you know in, in, in little photo shoots with people uh-huh. as you're moving around. I'm gonna scoop a little honey off the table. Absolutely. Because you said there's, there's a little. Uh, I'm under the honey fountain. Free samples. Free well, samples. I, I'm assuming you, you said they're like selling products and having yep. proof. I'm assuming that like you're posing with people who exactly. are selling like this face cream, and when the right before the thing goes off, you just sneak <laughs> your tongue out. And like lick up the face cream. Yes. So yeah, as as I'm stealing honey honey face cream and little bits of the honey as I move around and take photos with people, I'm gonna shift one back into bear. Incredible. Um, how how am I doing with finding uh, Bethany or Scout? Yeah. So I think you actually see them both. People that you think might be both of them. Okay. Scout, who is in their twenties, uh, is actually someone who comes right up to you. And okay. wants to take a picture with you. They are so excited. They're taking photos. This is their first HoneyCon. They're talking your ear off. They tell you all about it. It's their first HoneyCon. They're so excited. This is going to be what works them through college. They're going to make all this money. And it's going to be so great. And they're going to get to be the queen bee. And their parents are going to be so proud of them. Oh, and no. all this time, pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm giving like like thumbs up. Oh, good job. Yep, totally. <laughs> I'm looking out for looking out for, for Bethany, though. Bethany as well. is over in a corner. Um, she's by the bar. Um, okay. Because of course, Natch. This place has a bar. Definitely, they're doing mead and all kinds of other honey themed drinks. Mead? Totally, totally, yep. And it's an older, old, quite old woman, <laughs> and she is actually in a uh, using a walker, which she has festooned with honey decorations, and she has her glasses down her nose and has a clipboard, and she is like scanning the crowd, like looking at people, and every few minutes she's like touching things on her phone uh-huh. and then like updating something on a clipboard and then like looking at the leaderboard and then calling somebody she's doing business uh-huh. while all of this is going on <laughs> we're gonna find out this is three bear cubs and an old lady suit. oh no my secret <laughs> revealed no so that's that's scout and that's bethany okay um yeah, if, if you if you want to cut to someone else, my my plan continues to get stupider. So. Okay, so you but you are trying to you're just heading through the I, crowd looking. I'm, for I'm these trying people. to maintain the the two people that I that I recognize as potential winners. Great. Um, I'm I'm already in with Scout. Uh, Scout seems pretty cool. I'm just gonna hang out with Scout mm-hmm. and just be like around Scout as they're operating. They're loving it. All of this stuff is just attention for their uh-huh. their their business. Um, so meanwhile, though, you are hanging out with Bitsy under the table. You both are having a grand old time hanging out with the honey. You hear all of this happening, and maybe peek out, and you can see this occurring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Hugh doesn't seem to be heading toward that conference room. Gotcha. Uh, before, Here's a before, question. Before, before we move on, how, how, how much time will it be before 3 o'clock? <laughs> oh, uh, I would say the clock is moving pretty fast. I think you guys now have maybe a couple hours. Okay. How? Not worried about the conference room, but how close to my honey fountain table are Hugh and Scout? Oh, um, I think you're at one. If this whole center plaza is like a circle, mm-hmm. I think you're at one side and they're in the middle. Okay, and where's the bar? Um, okay, so if it's a circle, I think the main entrance is north. Mm-hmm. I think the bar is south. I think you are at east, mm-hmm. and I think the conference room is at west. And Scout and Hugh are in the middle. Gotcha. All right, first thing, Bitsy, tell me, do you, like, does your human know the other humans here? 
oh yeah, they're all in touch and they all hang out and stuff and, and they all have long they, uh, conversations on social media and, and, um, they've all been really excited about this con for a long time. <laughs> Bitchy, where are you, girl? Do you know oh, if shit. Bethany's a dog person? Bethany, oh, the old, oh, Bethany, oh, she's a bitch. Um, <laughs> she is not a dog person. She hates dogs, actually. She was super mean to me. Want to have some fun? Absolutely. I love this You dog see the so tennis much. ball on the bottom of that walker? <gasps> yes, I love tennis balls. How did you know? Oh, no. There's three of them. Let's go get them. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and so Bitsy fucking hairs off, and Bitsy's owner is like, Bitsy, Bitsy, come here. Bitsy, come here, girl. <laughs> and Bitsy, get you know. Bitsy's like, fuck you. <laughs> and just runs over to Bethany's uh, walker and is going ham on the tennis balls, which, of course, she loves. Bethany hates dogs. This has been established. And Bethany aims a well-aimed kick at Bitsy. Um, (gasps) Bitsy, fortunately, ducks out of the way and avoids a hit. Bitsy has backup. Okay. Oh, God. Because Bitsy took off and I followed on the heels. Okay. So you have now the distraction of Bitsy chewing on the tennis balls uh, next to you. Well, Bethany, whose business uh, goals have been very interrupted by this. I want Bethany's phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Give us a roll. I would say to nab the phone while this is all happening, and this is defo a thief move. Yep. This is definitely not a bear thing. It is a thief uh, move. Is that uh, the second Bitsy? What? Howard, what's going on here? <laughs> Bitsy, an even bigger Bitsy. Yes. What'd you roll? Tell us. Double ones, and I needed a two or less. Yes. Yeah. So you just reach up and quick as anything, nab that phone and scamper away. And you hear over over her shoulder, Betsy's like, cheers, nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) And you have this phone. (laughs) (laughs) You pull it open and uh, it's a rather nice new iPhone. Um, Bethany seems to be doing okay on her, her downline, so to speak. And it's unlocked and on because she was just using it. So you don't have to worry about trying to get through a pin or anything like that. And you can see she basically has, what does she have? Oh, okay. It's an app that's obviously also called Hive. Mm -hmm. And it's how she's uh, making sales. And so all this is going back and forth between like her Honeygram and her Hive app and her bank. I want to start posting coupons and refunds. (gasps) Real quick, is her profile name Honey Grandma? That would be very good. I think it is. I think it is for sure. For sure. Yeah. And also she has one of those like, um, you know, those temporary profile picture borders. Mm -hmm. And it just says like, no dogs allowed. Uh, So she doesn't like dogs. So just so everyone knows. That's why it's okay to pick on this old lady. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Flip through and find her only gram. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to my only gram and see the honey pot. Wink. God, Jesus. It's just cooking tutorials. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, you have all this stuff. Um, okay, so you are going to try to work out how I'm, to do that. Yep, I'm going to try and make sure Scout winds up number one. Okay. So I'm glad you saw through my plan immediately. <laughs> so, any, so you start posting, and minute by minute, second by second, you are tanking Bethany's reputation. You're giving away <laughs> stuff for free. You're doing coupons. <laughs> you start posting stuff about how Honeygram or Hive is fake. 
Um, <gasps> you start posting stuff about how you've like spent your whole life savings on this. I and... post peer-reviewed articles. Yes. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't matter. The, no the honey, <laughs> the honey jade rollers are plastic, and you know, honey jade. <laughs> <laughs> the face creams are just Vaseline. You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you even go in and and uh, like disconnect all of her social medias and all this kind of stuff. So minute by minute, two minutes, three minutes, five. That leaderboard, Bethany is just ding 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 ding, ding down the leaderboard. <laughs> Hell yeah! Scout is rising to the top and holding. And as you're standing there, Scout actually looks over and is like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" and starts pa- <laughs> like freaking out, like, "Yes, I did it! I did it! I did it!" and is so excited. And she's like, "Oh my god, that Bethany was so mean to me!" And Scout is super pumped, and all of Scout's friends are now super pumped and excited. Aww. Good for Scout. Good for that Scout, Scout will win. So happy for Scout, yes. y'all. If nothing else happens, definitely. Well, and I, I'm Scout's not going to win, but we're going to get the prize. We're going we're to steal the prize. <laughs> well, right yeah, don't feel too bad for Scout. <laughs> Your ice is going to be on top of an MLM. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Mm. Yep. So you are hanging out while this is all going on. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys? What are you guys doing now? You've got the phone. Am I? Am I in the like TV room? So can I see what's happening? I would say by this point, if that's what you were looking for, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, not a whole lot to look at. I think it's just mainly a small room, table, couple, a handful of TV arrays, cool. and some CCTV. You can see the loading bay you just came from. It's still empty. You Great. can see the central plaza. It's all chaos. There's so many people. It's hard to see what's going on. Great. And there is a conspicuous absence where there's conference room A, conference room C, conference room D, and conference room B is not not listed. Got it. And um, do do I notice? It, are there any other like security guards being pulled on or like acting suspicious? Because like there's this bear that's walking around that. Presumably, they did not hire. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a chihuahua. And is that a bigger chihuahua? Just attacked an old lady. Is Nobody it... notices the chihuahua okay. and honey badger situation. I'm okay. a basset hound. My ears just got clipped. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Nobody notices that. People are definitely noticing the bear, though. And especially because there's this uproar when one of the hive participants is thinking that they've they're close to winning. So there's a lot of commotion and everything like that. Definitely some security are starting to converge on the location. Okay. And you see extra security are heading from, you can see in an array, like conference room A and conference room C. They're like like leaving and heading to this area that's not on camera. And then my last question is the dock on the same level, um, as uh, conference room B. No, it's below. It's you you below. guys all went upstairs to get. Okay. There. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I have, I have a very important question. Indeed. Could you describe what Scout looks like? Scout. Uh, Scout is twenties. Um, they have bright pink uh, bubblegum beehive hair. So it's pink, but it's in a in a beehive. Gotcha. Right. This kind of thing. Uh-huh. Big cat eye glasses. Um, and most of what they're wearing is yellow. Okay. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Was that prompting an idea or yes. can the next events occur? Yeah, go, 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 go. Okay. Go okay. I, I'll have to do a flashback before this happens. Yes. Okay. So you've got the phone. You're doing that, ruining Bethany's whole shit. 
you are maybe wrapping things up with Scout, and you notice that... I also have a flashback that I needed <laughs> in a minute. You notice the same thing that, security guard that Berenice has started to yeah. notice on the security cameras, which is... and Because you, you knew that conference room. You're starting to see them in person starting to converge in that area. Well, and I'll say over the walkies, is like, <clears throat> get a move on, boys. We've got company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, what are the two of your hats... Uh, a top hat and a bowler hat. The bowler hat's on top of the top hat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She'll be in a crown. Okay. The okay. crown says bride to be. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I will start moving off of the floor. Okay. Uh, uh, in the general direction of the place that the uh, the, the, the eventual coronation is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm heading towards that direction. I want to find a quiet alcove, perhaps a bathroom or something like that. Okay, okay. Just to resolve that briefly, mm-hmm. I think what you see is you – I think the security guards are distracted enough by things going on. I think if you were to, like, drop to all fours and, like, slip around, like, a banner or something, there's just, so much commotion I would and people moving around. I think people might lose you. Now we're kind okay. of stretching the boundaries of whether or not that can happen. But <laughs> it's the, the, the drawback of using of this, white draperies. Yeah. So you, you've snuck mm-hmm. around. You just cover your nose and you'll, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. And you see that uh, what's listed as conference room B in the um, uh, spot is the Wilderness Lodge has labeled it conference room B. But mm-hmm. someone has made and taped up a sign on the door that actually says dressing room. Gotcha. And there is a small uh, like label for a dressing room and then like an ensuite bathroom. And you realize that this may or may not be where the honey is being kept, but it is definitely where the queen of all, Henwig Wartlap, is oh, almost no. certainly. <laughs> is this a slurm situation? <laughs> I don't know what slurm is. <laughs> From Futurama? No. That is one of the uh, that is one of the alternate oh, is DM it? choices. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah, so so you are coming up right alongside that, and you're yep. realizing it's you're not sure it's possible the honey is in there, but it's almost certain that Henwig herself is in that location. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so Hugh Jack Bear um, is going to duck into the the ensuite bathroom. Okay, and um, we're going to do a costume change. Okay, um, he's going to uh, remove his uh, top hat and bowler, which were sewed together. To reveal a uh, a pink beehive <gasps> with a pair of glasses on it, and he's going to put those on. Okay. Glasses. So I'm going to move one from bear into criminal. Okay. Are these disguises you prepared in advance? Yes. So is that the flashback? We're, we're cutting back to our our scuzzy bar where I'm carefully stuffing a, a giant pink beehive inside of a hat while looking at uh, the Insta Hive Gram. Yes! Of, uh, <laughs> Honeygram. Uh, well, flipping through Honeygram and looking at pictures of Scout trying to determine what she'll probably be wearing at the event. Okay. Uh, they're going to... They're gonna, um, uh, Hugh Jackbear assumes Scout's going to be wearing uh, their classic tall pink beehive. Mm-hmm. And now it's stuffed as well as the best pair of glasses i could get which are just not all the exact glasses i there. got these from party city as well <laughs> so we've got that'll be perfect so we've got bernie sanders delicately dropping different kinds of glasses onto the table <laughs> and then you see this giant pile of yellow different yellow fabrics come <laughs> come in across the scene get lifted up and set on the table 
And then HB jumps up on the table beside it. <sighs> will these work? <laughs> I think this will work. Amazing. <laughs> so pulling all, all yellow fabric, a beehive, and glasses out, uh, Hugh Jack Bear is now dressing up as Scout. <laughs> Amazing. Is your goal to convince people you are a Scout? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you're a bear. I love it. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to be sneaking in along with. Okay. Or right after. Okay. Um, having grabbed several different samples and the top Excellent. layer of the honey fountain. Excellent. Just swiping the whole thing. Just <laughs> the top layer. Nice. And I'm dragging that all into the bathroom with me. Because nice. it looks oh. like somebody needs to ref- refuel. <laughs> yes, nice. So uh, I finish putting on the glasses and I look over the door opens up. There's a tiny honey badger. With honey, like tray, in a, a tray, tr- like same thing as the uh, <laughs> same thing as the as the the fabric tray. Uh huh. It, it's a tray of stacked high with honey stuff, and just <laughs> nice. There you go. Eat up. <laughs> some of it's soap. Some of it's food. Some of it's hand lotion. Uh, some of it's alcohol. <laughs> Hugh Jack Bear gorges himself on honey. I've moved another point from criminal back to bear. I'm now four and two again. <laughs> A thoughtful, a thoughtful friend. I appreciate it. Do that. I need to roll for that? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Because we established it was easy enough to grab samples. Um, okay, so. It's the hovering tray that I'm worried oh, about. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're okay. You said that the dressing room is on, or like conference room B, is the dressing room is on the second level? It's on the main level. So Which it, is the one that, that you guys are all both on now. Yep. So we're all on the main level. If you're in the TV room, you're still down at the, you're still down a few levels away. Okay, and the TV room is below the dock? Uh, no, the dock is at the bottom. Okay. Then the TV room. Okay. Then the actual, like, public areas, which the main level would be the one that these so, ones are So, okay. think okay. of it as in sub-basement is transit and supply. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basement is logistics and support. Right. Main okay. level, second level, and third level is all okay, so retreat, not wilderness. Retreat, hotel. Basically, yeah. what, what we're saying is I'm like... The TV room is one level below them, and then That's the dock right. is another level below that. That's right. Okay. That's right. Here's what I want to do. I want – so now that both of you are in the dressing room, correct? I want to do a flashback scene to move a point into criminal where um, I come in with the final two hats, the uh, top hat and the bowler hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have um, robbed a um, uh, <laughs> like a, a craft store. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've got like paper mache, stuff to make paper mache and paint and okay. stuff like that there. Uh, and then I also have um, like blueprints where I had like gone to city hall and checked out the, the thing. So I've got a blueprints and I know that there is like a balcony off of conference room B. Okay. And, uh, so that's all preparing. So then now what I do with that (laughs) is, um, we see, uh, some time has gone by and you, the camera pans out and Bernie Sanders is putting the finishing touches on something. He says, all right, that'll do it and stands back. And I've transformed the, um, the van into like a beehive <gasps> that, that looks like an ice cream truck. So it's got like a big queen bee on top and the back Fucking looks like fantastic. a beehive. And I'm like, time to roll. And I'm going to pull it out and 
park it underneath the balcony of conference room B. Cool. Oh my god, amazing! So you guys can just push stuff out yeah. of the, out uh, off the balcony. Into so is the, the top room. open? Like they could put like drop things off the balcony? Into sure. The let's roof? say that I've used my bear claws to rip the top <laughs> off. <laughs> And the, the scrapes are hidden by like the paper mache. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. so I get there and I like, open the top. <laughs> okay. So give it give us a roll for okay. this is you driving. definitely brought in all that stuff, but give us a roll for successfully making this, mm-hmm. navigating, driving all the way around, and parking without drawing a whole lot of undue attention. Okay. Uh so this is all criminal, right? And driving, yeah. Okay. So your roll. So I gotta get four or lower. A two and a three. <gasps> Perfect. Nice, nice. You nail it. So you are you drive and you park along, and um, all these different people are coming by. Uh, there's other distributors and sellers and fans and vendors. They're all blown away by this van with this beehive thing. They're, you're even getting some people taking pictures with the van. I've got like a um, uh, ice cream truck. Music. Yes, ling, 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 ling. it's a little jingle yeah. for sure. For sure, it's playing Beyonce. Yes, of course. And, yep, and <laughs> The queen bee herself. Yeah, the queen bee herself, Natch. And <laughs> so, and a few people do notice that you are a bear. Um, but you know what? This fits right in. They must have hired performing bears this year. Like, it goes to, together Just waving. I'm, I'm creating cover for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Here's the question. Are you actually waving? Or are you sitting there grumpily with with knit, knitted mittens on and your arms crossed? <laughs> oh, that's exactly. Well, I'm driving, but yeah, <laughs> like I'm sitting with my arms crossed and like d- driving with my elbows. <laughs> so, yes, the cover holds and you are now idling in perfect position below the balcony. Yeah. Excellent. The action cuts back to you. You are in your scout costume. Uh-huh. You are also there. You guys have gorged on your fill of honey. I don't know if you also did. Up to you. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're early for the uh, actual reveal. You are, but you are right next door to conference room B, which is labeled dressing room. And you know that there are security guards posted outside. Uh, I'm going to walk in. You are going to walk in. Yeah. Okay. That's going to need a roll. Not out into the, into the main area, but just straight into the conference room. Into the yeah, dressing room. Yeah, yeah. Using the ensuite and just going straight in. Okay. Because uh, I need to. Okay. Okay. Uh, give us a roll for either successfully convincing the security guards that you are the scout, the person, or being so truly bizarre that they don't stop you. <laughs> Okay. I feel you like using brains might be a cop out here. I don't know that it is. You're imitating a person. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think uh, um, uh, uh, Hugh, uh, quote unquote, scout uh, uh, Jack Bear is uh-huh. going to um, try to walk past these security guards like um, like they've got an appointment. Yep. With. Uh, um, Hedwig. Henwig. Henwig Wortlip. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Wortlap. <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, right now they've got the character. swagger of the kind of person who's currently at the top of an MLM. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so, the worst type of person. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying, this is criminal. I'm trying to roll under four. What do you got? <gasps> What'd you roll? I rolled a five. And a six. <gasps> okay, so you definitely fail. So yep. since you failed, you are moving from criminal to bear. Yep. What are your t- stats total now? Three and three. Three and three. Okay, so you're back neck and neck. Yep. 
Well, needless to say, it does not work. They see you immediately. It is very evident that you are a bear. <laughs> Although your costume was valiantly prepared <laughs> and beautiful. <laughs> Uh, they know Scout actually, um, right? Because they, you know, they've been informed on all the VIPs uh-huh. and everything to expect, and they are very aware that you are not Scout. So they immediately hands go up, uh, like a taser comes out, and they're like, "Stop! Stop! We're gonna call animal control." And <laughs> <laughs> they're saying this to a bear. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Stop! 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 We're gonna we gotta call animal control. Stop! They don't know what to do. You're a bear. Okay, out from under the yellow skirts. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Two bears in a It's two bears in a dress. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a third bear just downstairs, like smoking a cigarette <laughs> in, the in the van. Amazing. It's time oh. for carnage. It is absolutely yeah. Bring I the just, pain. We need these doors open. That's all we need right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Bring the pain. What do you roll? I rolled a six and a two, and all I needed was a three. Nice. nice. So for the second time in just a couple hours, you <laughs> just launch yourself viciously, clawing, spitting, screaming, yelling, peeing, freaking out. You're on their faces. So much pee. It is a lot of pee. There's a lot more liquid and honey than you'd think. For sure. And you're up on their faces, and you're like tearing their little like communicators out of their ears, and like... A, a, like kind of a drunken boxing style. Everything that looks like a, an accident is actually successfully like ripping out an earpiece or knocking a a, a taser away or whatever. Uh-huh. As I turn the beer, the bee, the first bee in the bride to be crown catches an earpiece, catches an earpiece on the one guard I'd missed. Nice, perfect. <laughs> Ride to be. <laughs> I was thinking of bride to e. <laughs> Or it breaks into an extra E, bride to be. Anyway. (laughs) So the security guards, like the guards earlier, are losing their shit and they take off running. Now, one thing you do hear, though, they as they're running, they are making calls. And so additional backup and probably animal control is en route. And Mm -hmm. almost certainly the organizers have realized that there is at least one, maybe two animals (laughs) present in the festivities. Um, and also, the clock is running short. It is almost three o'clock. You guys head in, or? Which way do they run, first of all? Um, I think they are running back north towards the entrance. Okay. Like I think they're trying to kind of get outside. Okay, get okay, out. cool. Um, while I'm waiting on them, can I root around in the glove box and see if there's, like, some of those, like, you know when you go to the Ren Fair and you get the little honey sticks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of those in the glove box that I could just down a little bit. Ooh, would there be those in there? Roll for it. Yeah. Uh, well. Well, because I, I need to bump my bear stat up. Tell you or what. can I say that I, like, grab some from the storeroom? I think that there's not those swizzle sticks in the glove box. But what I think you can do is you're sitting outside and you've got hive members and fans constantly walking by unaware mm-hmm. that you're in the van and i think maybe one of them has like a, a honey honeycomb snack and i think what you could do is just reach Yoink. out the window and just from like, a child <laughs> oh for sure like a balloon sailing away <laughs> they just walk by and you see a very long tongue snake out like yes. wrap around and loop totally check and it, it out mom it's a real bear <laughs> 
So you do have a little honey. No, okay. honey, that, that's a, that's a, a man in a disguise. <laughs> I'm once again asking you for some honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it, Bernice. So you are hanging out in the idling van, snacking down on your honey snack. Mm-hmm. And you guys have cleared the path for now. I'm going to destroy the door. You don't even need to roll for it. You're Hell a bear. Yeah. I'm so a bear. Yeah. <laughs> charge right on in. Door smokes off of its hinges, flies away. You're it's loud now. And yep. you step in. So I survey the room. Yeah. So it is listed on the door as a dressing room, and that is indeed what it is. It's a green room of sorts. Um, you can see there's a vanity with vanity lighting. There's all kinds of makeup. Um Honey beeswax uh, themed, of course. Weird smelling candles. Weird candles. Yep, totally. Mm. For sure. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and there's um, a bunch of different racks of clothing with costume changes, all this kind of stuff. And out from a little closet steps a beautifully dressed woman. Um, it is Hanaway Wartlap herself. And indeed, she also has her hair in a beehive. Big uh, blonde beehive you get the idea that maybe this is where scouts inspiration came from for for their pink uh, version um scouts however is definitely cuter and and more fun this looks much more severe and Mm -hmm. intense and she has big sunglasses big sunglasses and she's wearing a black very sharp severe ceo suit um and has a little beehive brooch and she she steps out and takes one look at the situation and uh, notices that you're a bear. You wave violently at her. She kind of looks over your shoulder looking for the security guards that are nowhere to be found. She sees the door on its hinges laying on the side there. And she kind of steals herself. And <clears throat> what can I do for you? Um, <laughs> I love people talking to bears. Uh-huh. Um, We're going to call animal control. Uh, so uh, Hugh Jack Bear uh, never backs down from a bit. Totally. Um, and says, oh, I've got where's the prize. Just pulls out Bethany's phone and like pulls up a picture of you with Scout and like pointing back and forth. Like he let me put the put the outfit on. See, <clears throat> well, you are Scout. Hmm. Roll to convince her that you are Scout. <laughs> so I uh, assume this is a. Uh, Criminal. A criminal. Yes. Um, I feel that uh, um, I have thought this through. Oh, totally. I'm totally a, a brainy guy. Yep. Uh, this was part of my plan the whole time. Indeed. You, see. you prepared. Tell us what you rolled. I rolled a three and a four. And what'd you need? I needed a three. <gasps> so you miraculously, incredibly, you cannot believe your ears. She is looking at you with the air of someone who simply has no choice but to accept what is happening. And what else could it be? You're here. The security guards are gone. Nobody's charging in to stop you. You look like a bear, but 
maybe Scout made some changes. And maybe I it's... it's... I love that it's less so that she believes that you're Scout, as opposed to there's a talking bear dressed as a person trying to tell me that they're a human. I'm going to go along with I'm gonna this. I'm going to just roll with this Listen, bit. I... <laughs> Scout gained a lot of weight. Is way fucking taller than they used to be. Yep, maybe they hit the gym and uh-huh. grew Shredded. a lot of hair th- yep. for some reason. And oh, God. <laughs> the thing is, this is much more accurate to the source material than you might believe. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it, indeed, she she steps forward and, well, Scout, it's my goodness, it's it's a pleasure to have you here. But but you know, the the prize ceremony isn't for another twenty minutes. And that Bethany, you know, she might come from the back of the pack. Are nope. you? Sh- <laughs> did you um <clears throat> did you do did you did you do something th- to prevent that because you know nope. cheating isn't okay Re- read her page read her page read her okay i oh. uh and then she she goes into from grabs under her the phone. skirt again i actually pull up <laughs> i find bitsy's owner Oh, <laughs> and their posts about how Bethany's been like super rude. And- oh no! So in a in a flash, because you know Henwig has all this ready to go at a moment. Uh-huh, and quick she, draw. And she looks and she's like, "I can't believe this. Bethany was one of my first. Are you kidding me? Oh, she's out of the hive. This is ridiculous. Oh, free God. giveaways, <laughs> free samples. Ugh. And she like ta- presses a button and is like." Escort Bethany out. <laughs> and so Bethany is getting escorted out of the facilities. And meanwhile, she says, well, you know, I mean, I, I never would have expected it. But I mean, I guess it just goes to show you never really know anybody. I'm blown away. Nope. Right. <laughs> you never know. Uh-huh. A In- person. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Yes. Do I see the Manuka extract honey? So, so, so. Weirdly, what you see is a package of things. You see a trophy um, shaped like a, the Hive logo, of course, uh, with room for etching the winner's name. Uh-huh. You see uh, a bouquet of flowers. You see uh, a register. Um, you see all this kind of stuff. And you see in there a steel... Uh, like um, attache case, and it has a lock on it. So you suspect that that might be the the prize. Is this all on like a uh, like a push cart, like a push cart? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's on an already prepared push cart that has like a nice matching hive tablecloth over it and all this kind of stuff, so that at the right moment she can roll out the prize. Okay, I'm going to push it out to the balcony. Okay. Well, while I distract her. <laughs> while you're talking. Come back to the counter and grab a camera. Okay. And start behaving as if I'm like one of the, the, st- the <laughs> event photographers and like trying to herd the two of you over so I can get the picture of you getting, <laughs> you getting the prize. Oh my God. Okay. Amazing. So so you are acting like a staff event photographer <laughs> and you're starting to take like the setting up shots for this to happen. Yep. Okay. Okay. Give me a roll for that because you're a honey badger. <laughs> you're a very small journalist. <laughs> it's a criminal role. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is not so. a thief roll. Nope, it's a criminal <laughs> well, roll. Well, you're stealing the hunt. Well. No, no, not this part. I'm setting up for the steal, but it's, no, this is yeah. distraction. 
What did you get? I rolled a one. Oh, yes. I rolled a one. You rolled a one. Oh my god, unbelievable! I think maybe maybe what's happened here is I'll give you this. Maybe when you were a. Uh, um, uh, doing some different carnage stuff at different people. Maybe at some point you'd grabbed like a press badge, which you've like pinned onto or like thrown over your neck. And she, you can see her standing there regally and she's in this conversation. What, sorry to interrupt. Were you wearing a trilby? I'm wearing a trilby and a crown. Well, of course, a piece of paper got stuck in the trilby. Oh, totally. Oh, so course. it's like hanging. <laughs> so it's like, oh, like so it's a like little, like an old fashioned. Yeah, <laughs> like an old fashioned reporter. Yes, you have an old fashioned press reporter. And yep. she's having this conversation with you and, and you see her eyes kind of go over to the side and no one's there. And then she looks down <laughs> and then she sees you with your little press trilby and a camera, which yep. is going off with flashbulbs. And she's like, Oh, is it? <clears throat> I, I start like gesturing yeah, yeah, over we, towards the the push uh, cart. I, 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 I uh, shake her paw, and and at this moment, you can see the sanity leave her eyes. <laughs> as they're doing that, as you're as Scald are posing with uh, Henwig, and you're taking their picture, uh, you see two very large paws pull themselves up onto <laughs> the balcony and start like just dumping the cart <laughs> off the balcony into the waiting van. <laughs> So the the sanity has fully left Henwig Wartlap, and she privately decides that maybe it was all the honey-themed products over the years, and this is just life now. And so she allows herself to be directed and taking celebratory press photos with Scout, who must be the human being who won. And the photos are by the honey badger, who, of course, it would be a honey badger. And and she starts to talk even and is relaying to you guys the winning speech and all this kind of stuff about what's going to come up. And this is what's, what's starting to happen. And meanwhile, Cart is just going out the window, like all the stuff. <laughs> well, I think I'm taking things one at a time okay. and like sniffing them to see because like it's just the case and like the trophy and yeah. like stuff. And so I don't case. necessarily know what what it is. So I'm th- taking things one by one and sniffing it and like biting it and then like <laughs> eh, and just one by one throwing things off the balcony into yeah. the car. <laughs> so as you're sniffing and smelling things, trophy, nothing. It's metal. <clears throat> Flowers fragrant but not honey throw them in the steel attache case you sniff it and it just smells like metal but you're not really sure what to do so maybe you just throw it in the truck after it i think so yeah yeah so now you guys need to figure out an exit because she is heading towards the main convention it Uh, is turning three o'clock um go ahead I'll, i'll be right behind you okay but it's it's your moment of your your moment i gotta walk up Okay, do you have a walk-up song? <laughs> Can I, I tiger? Yes. <laughs> Can I just, with my claw, after I've got everything thrown into the thing, just tap on the window? Okay. Uh, like, pull myself up to my full, like, seven and a half foot grizzly and just, like, tap, tap, tap. Okay. Um, and, like, try to terrify her into, like, running out of the oh, room. Oh, okay. I figured oh. we could just leave. Okay. What's she gonna do? Stop us? We're bears. Well, right, but it's like we can like go down the outside to avoid oh, the yeah. security. Was I was, I was gonna yeah, jump out the window. Oh well, yeah. Plan, yeah, into the fan. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I have swimming skills. I'm good at diving. Yeah, yeah. that tracks. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys? I just I just want to scare her. You just want to scare her. Okay. Yeah. So give us that bear roll, and it's terrify. So oh, I got a one, which <gasps> is great because my bears are at two. <laughs> all right. So I think this is what happens. I think right at this moment, it has turned three o'clock. 
And if you imagine um, in like game shows like Weakest Link or uh, something like that, when like a, a moment comes, or Jeopardy, like a moment comes to like have it happen, there all the music goes down and and like lights, spotlights on this mm-hmm. central area of this main convention. All around, everybody in the hive uh, is like so excited, cheering, yelling, photos constantly, and uh, out comes Henwig Wartlap herself, beehive perfect, and she's just tottering along on her high heels, fully prepared to present the winner, who she knows to be Scout, who's <laughs> presumably right behind her. And while this is happening, she sees that you're. You said you were gonna walk up after. And she looks behind her shoulder to see, <laughs> yes, you have looming in the window, which is visible through and into uh-huh. this. Um, and meanwhile, you're snapping photos the whole time. <laughs> and she says, uh, stops and just looks and stares and thinks, this is altogether too much. <laughs> and just starts screaming and running. <laughs> running out the entry and there's a moment of total confusion because most people didn't see this and then in the ensuing hush your bear yell is heard by everyone and now people are starting to look around and now they see you and scout sees you and it's absolutely waves very slowly and we all pretend to be mascots. Points. And now it's chaos. Henwig is out the door. The security guards are running back in. This time they now have some official looking people with them, including jumpsuits and cages. Uh, time to go, boys. Hugh, Hugh Jack Bear dives out of the window into the back of the truck. Okay. Barney does a cannonball out of the window into the truck. Um, HB goes to uh HB goes to latch the door behind us. Okay. And bar it so the security can't follow through. Okay. Okay. So give us Put a roll. Put the trophy in the Oh in the nice. <laughs> give us a roll All on right, that. How do you get that done? Or a thief? Ooh. Cuz well, it's going to be a criminal. It's definitely not a bear roll. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a thief. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you decide what seems best to you. I think just rolling for criminal I think is right here. Sold. Yeah. All right, what'd you get? I got a two. What'd you need? I needed a, a two works. Okay. Okay, good. Um, nice. Because here's what happens. Okay. The door gets barred and security disperse. And that's when the sirens show up and the animal control vans all appear around the uh, the hive. Um, because... I've actually been in contact with animal animal control this entire time <gasps> and the preserves that we escaped from. <gasps> oh um, no. I have a little hidey hole stashed underneath this 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 retreat to actually get myself back out into the wilderness. <gasps> I was retired for a reason. You should never have brought me back. I am I have gone from 5 to 6 on my criminal. Oh no. You betrayed the party. At the very last moment. Oh my god. Mm, mm. But the two of us are still in the so truck. So you guys yeah. have that moment where you guys are bailing out, cannonballing into the truck. You look back, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can still make it. And I throw in the crown. 
Oh. I peel out. <laughs> the plastic bride to be crown skates across the floor. I, I, I rip open the case we have. So as you guys are careening away in the back of the van, you're driving. Things are going back and forth. The paper mache is starting to fall off. But you are making your exit. Well, meanwhile, you are making your exit. And you rip open the uh, the case. It is indeed, honey. It is not pure manuka honey. It is actually row after row after row after row of plastic honey bear bottle honey. And instead, there is simply a, a, a note handwritten and signed by Henwig herself, which is a letter of congratulations and saying, if you reach the next goal, oh, oh my God. You, can be, you can be the winner. And so, technically speaking, you guys have escaped with a large stash of perfectly serviceable honey. But unbeknownst to all of you, the uh, uh, the prize is a fake. Oh, oh, no. Can I do a coda real quick? Indeed. What's our epilogue? So, as we pull in to the warehouse where we have been sent, uh, the two of us stride in sad because of our honey badger friend has abandoned us and we make our way into the office of the boss mm. and we put the the case on the table and there's a big armchair uh that has its back to us and, we're, and i'm like well boss we did it but uh turns out it was a fake and the chair swivels around and you see a yellow bear look down into it and he looks up and goes who bothered (laughs) (laughs) and cut back into it we have now completed our uh, game of honey heist by Grant Howitt uh, published by Rowan Rook and Deckard. Let's get into the review phase. Okay, so, first review. Those cupcakes were awesome. Oh, nice. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> made us all cupcakes. They were rainbow cupcakes the because it's Pride 2022 here in Minneapolis. Happy Pride, everybody. Okay. <laughs> so getting into the review, um, uh, if you're joining us for this episode for the first time, uh, how we normally do this is we have a couple of set questions that we go through together, um, always critiquing in good faith. Um, and with respect to the creator. So, okay. Uh, first of all, let's take turns on what did we like and what did we dislike? So let's go around the horn. Uh, maybe start with Manny. What did you like? Uh, I like that it is very rules light, only two stats, and it goes up or down. And there's not, unlike some games, you're not trying to roll over or under. You're just always trying to roll under your number it's just that your number changes and i like that i think it's very simple uh to use um and to explain to someone so i think it's a very good game to introduce people to the world of tabletop gamings Mm -hmm. and i really appreciate appreciate that the thing that i didn't have a whole lot that i disliked about this but uh the one thing i will mention and I think we've mentioned this a lot with the games that we've reviewed. 
and I think it might just be a fault of the medium is that though, like the wing conditions aren't like firmly outlined. There's not a, I, I was going to say the exact opposite. Yeah. This, <laughs> this game, a lot of micro RPGs don't have an, uh, real out. And this one has, you can lose. That's in true. This game. Um, they have the uh, number five of the end. If your criminal set reaches six, you're lured into life of crime and betray the party. Or if you are, if your bear set reaches six, you flip out bear style and lose it. Presumably, to be picked up by animal control in half an hour or so. So, like, I, I feel this game does have an out. I mean, there's no out for the GM. You just have to complete the game. But... <laughs> and I guess that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. And I, I've played this a couple. Of spoilers. I've played this a couple of times, and um, it's different every time. And like the mm-hmm. GM kind of. One time I played it, and once we hit those six stats, like the other party members were able to kind of pull us back by like forcing honey down our throats or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, but like with that in, in the final, the end uh, on the rule sheet, I think if it had been like, if anyone gets this, the whole game ends. So like, Interesting. maybe that would like foster, like working together to help each other out a little bit more, mm. like keeping like, so you could be like, Hey, make sure you eat honey or make sure mm. you do a flashback or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the part, like I said, it's not even a huge dislike I have of it. That's just like, maybe the, the one thing that I don't like is like, mm-hmm this game could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's not like a set number of rounds or anything like that. Sure. So. Yeah. But that's very minor critique for me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tim? Um, I was going to say that I really liked um, the uh, incredibly fast, but detailed character creation. Mm. Um, we rolled three dice and you're in it. Like uh, the, the only, the only part of that, that I, uh, yeah. So like b- playing, being a, a slick polar bear um, gave a lot of idea for what kind of character I was going to be playing. I was like, all right, I'm going to someone who's slick is someone who thinks they've got their head on straight and they can pull off things they have no business pulling off. So um, yeah, the char- the character creation system is very nice. Um, I, I, I love people. I love games that go, Oh yeah. Pick a couple descriptors, but this one goes, listen, here's their six mm-hmm. uh, roll in this chart. You've got one of six, go for it. And I, th- I feel that it, it created a, 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 a trio of very interesting characters. So I'm very pleased with that. Mm-hmm. Do, you ha- do you have any dislikes before handing it off? Oh, dislikes? Yes, I do have one. Um, the one dislike I have is the the bear type skill. Mm. Uh, um, terrify, that's useful. Um, climbing, that's useful. Sensing honey and carnage, very useful. Uh, pandas and polar bears get absolutely screwed. Yeah, pandas it doesn't show up. Anything that looks like bamboo and polar bears get to swim. You did a great job mentioning that there was a water element. I was trying to think of how to come up with that, but like in Deus Ex, don't put points into swimming. It's useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah, moving moving to mine. I think the thing I really like the most about this was the two page style. Because mm. the first page is character creation. Here's well, the rules. Here's the end. Mm-hmm. The the original hand drawing is one page. Yeah, but this, this is a nice. The version we have here is a nice um, split out. Like yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that first page is everything you need to play the game. True. Right. The second page is tables for examples and suggestions. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary to play the game. You don't need that. And being able to split that off so you have art, you have a nicely laid out first page. Mm-hmm. 
I actually really, really appreciate that. It's something I've said before, like they tried to push too much into this one page or they should have split it out a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Um, This, I think, did that perfectly. Uh, Max, was was it with this particular layout from the website? Yeah. So on uh, Grant Howitt's itch.io website, you can uh, pay what you want. Of course, always Mm -hmm. recommend paying the artist. And you can download a few different files. Um, One of them is uh, the original handwritten one, which... With all love to Grant Howitt, I find the handwritten versions really hard to read. Um, uh-huh. I, I really struggle with them. Um, and this one is one that was made, um, I believe, by a collaborator um, okay. with Grant Howitt. And this is the version that you can also download with your with your purchase. Um, and you also incidentally get extra hat and disguise tables as Good. well. Um, but. so that's cool and fun. I didn't include that here because it's an audio medium, but yep. if you wanted to play this with costumes. <laughs> oh, with costumes for the players. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, that actually steps me right into the, the dislike. Mm. Um, this game I've noticed for myself, I tend to prefer games that are either 100% silly or 100% serious. Mm. There's not a lot of play in the middle for me. And this game tried to hit both points. It's very mm. difficult to run a heist game that is silly because there's just the tension involved with heisting. Um, and there was just no way to get around that. Mm. Even when we were playing and we were having the time of our lives, there was still the stress of like, oh, how are our stats doing? Like, are we are we doing okay? This is going to happen. And we, mm. we still got that. Um, I don't know. For me, it tries to... It tries to put a foot on each post and winds mm. up doing the splits a little too far. Mm. Uh, it de- I would say it depends on the kind of uh, it's definitely a played. It's a personal preference. I've played a so, lot yeah. of Shadowrun that's gone either Mirror Shades or Pink Mohawk, and I've definitely had a little bit of both. I think uh, this that if if any game can stride that medium, I think it's Honey Heist. Yeah, it yeah. it does it well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just a personal preference. Uh-huh. I would mm-hmm. rather go one way or the other. So this isn't like a oh this needs to be fixed. This is yeah. just a personal choice. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Because like the game you run last time was a very serious heist that we yes. had some goofy bits in it, but for the most part it was a it was intense, dead yeah. serious, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, as a GM, uh, things that I love, I love the character creation in this. I think it's the the model by which I judge all other micro RPGs. <laughs> really, you know, you've got this really neat, tidy table, and each of the things are different. You know, one of the things I kind of struggle with with other games, and sometimes like Lasers and Feelings drops into this too, where like the different things that you can roll on the table are too similar. Oh, yeah. Right? Whereas these are all really unique and ending up with an unhinged sun bear hacker, for example, would be Uh like a wildly different character than any of the others. So I really love that. Um, I obviously love the stat basic system. Again, it's one of the micro RPGs by which I judge most of the others. Um... And I really loved, on the GM side, all of the stuff that you can roll for for that. So in this game, based on the things that I rolled to start with, we had uh, the convention organizer was a spoiled trust fund kid. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, HoneyCon was being held in a lavish wilderness retreat. Yeah. I do think it's wild to consider HoneyCon being held, like, in a rundown truck convoy <laughs> or something. You know, like some other combo. And aside from loads of honey, the prize is... Um, the briefcase of pure manuka extract worth five million and then of course the prize is a fake 
once those were all set up and we threw in a little security features, like that was the game. Like I actually didn't even need to prep anything at all. All I had to do was like prepare this beautiful environment uh-huh. with all these traps and problems. And you guys did the rest of the heavy lifting. So yep. I love that. I thought that was great. So all of that goes to the way the rules are set up and, and described in the sheet. Something I didn't like, man, it's hard to find. Something I didn't like was sometimes it felt too punitive to me to Mm. have you guys as players constantly be changing states for something that was maybe initially just something I wanted to try. You know, like, oh, I what what if I can do blah, 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 and then you fail? It feels awfully punitive when you've only got six total to make you switch at that point. So there were a couple times we even talked about this in the gameplay where I initially wasn't going to ask you to. And then you guys were like, no, actually, we should. And I was like, okay. Actually, but it felt it felt like it could get really punitive really the fast. Thing, the thing is, there's a lot of there's a lot of this game, and for my character in particular, I was using the I was using the thief and the criminal style a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. But I was using that for a lot of things that could have gone for the bear stat, which each time you fail, you get another point in your bear stat. So it actually makes it easier to be a bear as you're failing. Um, yeah, that's true. So that's literally by choices you make as a player, you can make things a little bit easier that way. Um, I just had a, and I'm going to call it fortunate in my case, selection of carnage versus thief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a, as a lifelong Shadowrun player, I uh, um, found myself falling into the the uh, the heist kind of role. So I'd lean way into criminal. Um and so, like, I found myself on, like, uh, I, I, I followed your lead twice to, to maintain from betraying everyone by, uh, by getting honey because you were eating honey off the table. I ate honey that you brought to me in the bathroom. And if I hadn't mm-hmm. done that, I would have tapped out way earlier and, and I would have betrayed the party before I even got to the prize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which could have been a really cool game. Yeah. But I just think about, you know, like what if, you know, I don't know. It just felt like early on we could have had somebody tapping out in the first half an hour maybe, depending Absolutely. on choices that got made. And, and to a certain extent, I guess that's normal. I guess uh-huh. that's what happens. But I don't know. As a GM, like I, I'd kind of hate the idea of knocking out somebody, especially a new player. Oh, like yeah, that 100%. Soon. That'd be very stressful for a new player to just, yeah. oh, I, I just wanted to do this cool thing, and now I'm a bear, and I'm really upset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I like that part about it. I mm. like that the idea of switching back and forth. One thing that I will say about that is that I don't know if it's a fault of the game or just, like, maybe a GM would have to, like, work harder about this, but you kind of touched on this a little bit, Tim, of the heist, the criminal uh, things are a lot more useful than a lot of the bear things, <laughs> especially because you're in a convention, which uh-huh. is, like, a very human thing. It's not like you're at a campground where yeah. you're trying to steal honey from campers. That would be a very different game. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're in, like a village or a city or a convention center so the your criminal things are going to come in way more handy than like swimming or climbing and stuff like yeah. that yeah. that's what that's a gm by gm yeah because yeah. just to- because it's written as honeycon 2017 you could be stealing honey from anywhere you can yeah. be you can write up as many details as you want as a gm you can you can set this as you are actually uh frick what's the there's a beekeeper you rob in Skyrim. 
as part of the thief, the first. <laughs> yes, thief I remember oh, that. Oh yeah. Um, and the easiest way to get there is over a bridge where they've got archers just waiting to take you out, or you can swim through the lake uh-huh. and then go down through the sewers to infiltrate the house and get closer to the actual beehives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah. definitely doable. It's just the the swim in particular. Yeah. Is not is not particularly useful for a wilderness retreat. If it's we were in a lakeside camp. That's interesting, though. Some of that is down to GM by GM for sure, but some of it's down to player by player. 100%. We mm-hmm. made clear that this place was in a forest, mm-hmm. and That's it was true. surrounded by woods, and there was an indoor waterfall, and there was water nearby. Like, there were a lot of ways that you guys could have gone full wilderness route if you wanted. Yeah. Now, at That's some true. point, you'd have still had to get in the in the office. Yeah. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe because of all the ruckus outside, maybe they put the attache case in an armored truck and maybe they put the armored truck in the fort like there's a lot of ways that that could have broken down yeah yeah that's true that is fair i oh sorry i know i'm just i'm actually going back and looking to read on this and uh i'll actually apologize because i wasn't in the greatest of moods as we started playing so i was trying to keep it from showing Mm. as we were going through but like if i was in a much if I was more prepared and ready to play personally, mm. I would have taken my first, my initial character creation role, and I would have completely changed the game. Mm. Because mm. I still would have been a thief, but instead of being a retired honey badger, I would have been an incompetent panda. Excellent. <laughs> and that would have completely changed out Total this game. Total comedy bits, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't in the cards for me today, and I knew that. Mm. I I, I I liked the characters we came up with. I think you did a great great job. I didn't even notice, so, so it was all good. Helps that you got your pokerstar dot com uh, sunglasses on. Right, <laughs> they're for a medical condition. <laughs> so, uh, just kind of open ended question to the table: What do you think this game was trying to do, and what, if anything, would you change? I think. I think it's actually on the tin. This is a silly heist game. Mm-hmm. Um, to a much deeper side of it, I would say this game is aiming to provide a fun party twist to get people into RPGs. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, between the bonus hat table, the costumes you can tell people to wear to show up in, mm-hmm. like I think for that, this game is written perfectly mm-hmm. for that concept. Definitely. Anybody else have thoughts, or am I just? No, I, th- I think I think you're on the money, um, or on the honey, as it were. <laughs> uh, as far as things to change, um, God, I got nothing. This is this is golden, um, like honey. Um, the the only, yeah, I think the only thing that I would change is like somehow I wouldn't have put panda in. I'm I, I'm so hard on the panda. I would love to hear someone play a panda. In this, just I'm curious because like I look at it, panda. I mean, I didn't use swimming at all, so I'm I'm going to talk. But uh, anything looks like bamboo. Like holy shit! If you can if you can roll that into a game, you're a wizard. Yeah. Well, think about it this way: if the panda had been stuck under the uh, under the truck, and the push runes are coming out to try and get me out from under there, you make a great point. Just eat them. Yeah, it looks like bamboo. It's a long straight stick of wood. That's I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. I need a snack. I I'm just gonna that. roll bear. Does that count as honey? I love that. You know, it's. It's that's one that's on the player to do. Yeah, it yeah. would have been hilarious. 
Mm-hmm. The honey badger coming flying up and out was also hilarious, but for a different reason. <laughs> I think this game was, I definitely agree. You know, this is a micro RPG by and for lovers of, of micro, of teach RPGs mm-hmm. and trying to get a new audience connected with that. And, you know, I think it's a great game to play with families, with friends, with kids. Um, super, super fun. I always come back, though, to something that I think we've touched on before with micro RPGs, which is that I think there's kind of a perception that they're easier. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's true, actually. I, I think all of these games, and this one especially, like if you had never played a TTRPG before and you were very new to the idea of an acting game and very, you know, had never improved a day in your life and yeah. like you get told, hey, you are an unhinged black bear uh face of the party like like that would be really really tough what does that mean and you know same with being a gm like if i were a new gm who'd never done it before and like firing up this fairly light table i'd really struggle and so i think that's not really a critique to this but i think if there's anything i would change i think i would like to decouple honey heist's reputation Uh. from being like the game for newbies or the game for new rpg players because actually i think it's best when You've been around the block a few times and yeah, can pull a, a few tricks out of your sleeve, especially mm-hmm. on the GM side. Mm-hmm. Uh, For I, sure, I, I would ne- I would never tell a newbie GM, "Oh, just grab Honey Heist and go for it." I mean, right. unless you have a an unexperienced GM with with a table of veteran players, maybe. Yeah. Um, but an unexperienced GM with unexperienced players, you pl- you should play something more complicated. Something that gives you more rules to work with. Something that gives you structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I started on D&D 3.5. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a starting point. It's where most of us, at least in our age range, started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can agree with the... As silly as it sounds, I would say, yeah, you're right with the pick something more complicated, much more rules heavy if you're going to be starting out. Mostly because those actually come with pre-written adventures you can go That's through. what I'm thinking, yeah. Yep. You know. Um, I would sug- I would actually say it's it's earned the newbie reputation for new players. Um, mm. something I've been very lucky with is every time I've come into a game, I'm every time I felt like a newbie player, it's because there was an experienced GM running it. Mm. Um, so mm. it's as a GM something equivalent to this rules wise is where I would say, Hey, we've got something short. It's going to take an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Come on, sit down, see if you enjoy role playing beyond just the improv riffing off of each other. Right. Cause like I've I actually had one of my friends I showed this to actually was super stoked about the concept of our podcast in general. Mm-hmm. His words were, I like the, I love the idea of role playing games but they're too big, and I've, I know I don't have the attention span to go through it, so this might yeah. actually be something to get me into it. Mm-hmm. As somebody who's got experience running a game, if he said, if he was listening through the games that we've played so far, I was like, yeah, I would love to play this one or this one or this one. This is one that I would say, why not? Why not this one? Because mm-hmm. this is the right kind of silliness to keep someone's attention and get them involved at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. For me, I don't have a whole lot more to add about what the game was trying to do. I think it's just to be supposed to be silly and fun chaos. 
as for what I would change, I don't know if I would change anything in the actual rules as written. Um, I think if I was like maybe giving advice to someone on how to play it is like, I would maybe tell a GM who's running this, put time limits on it. Like Mm. maybe even like try to get the whole thing done by an hour or Mm. don't Mm. let your characters, don't let your party like take forever trying to decide what they're going to do. Because I think like, and maybe this is just a personal preference. Like those like fast paced, quick, like you're in the middle of the heist, the brooms coming at you under the car. What do you do? Uh, I eat the broom, Uh, you know, it's just (laughs) for, and I also feel like that, helps improv because you're getting outside of your own own head and stop being like what's the optimum i agree um move here which is i think a holdover from like longer form role role play games Mm -hmm. and like and i think with these fun one two page games it's not about making the most optimum choice it's about like keeping the game moving and in something with this I think the the pace is really what makes it shine, mm-hmm. like keeping it fast paced. And then like you're going back and forth between uh, criminal and bear so quickly that I think it, it would honestly make it more fun. And so you're not really sure how close anyone is to either freaking out or betraying the party because you don't have time to track everyone's yes. points. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I don't know if that's a thing I would change, but like if, if you want to play this at home, I would suggest trying to make it a quicker game mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree with that yeah for sure so that gets us to the question of the hour um so to speak going around the horn would we uh put this game back on the shelf or would we table it to play it again later i will definitely table this i um have played it a couple times and i would play it again <laughs> yeah, this is my first time playing honey heist it's been on the on the to-do list for a while and i would absolutely play this again i want to run it mm-hmm. i want to play it again this game was super fun table mm-hmm. uh pretty sure i'm the outlier here i'm gonna shelve it yo um, okay how come it's like I said before, my personal preferences for games that aim for the serious or they aim for the silly. They have something they have they have a feeling specific to that game, a specific reaction they're trying to get. This one tried to be in the two in the middle for me. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, if like I said, if somebody came up to me and said, Hey, I would love to play this game, but we need someone to run it, I will wholeheartedly offer for it. This is I wouldn't say no if someone wanted to play it again, so I will actually keep it on the shelf, not let it fall behind and forget about it. <laughs> yeah, not throw yeah. it in the garbage. No. Yeah. But, yeah, I would shelve it. Okay. Interesting. Sure. And hey, Max, how about you? Yeah, so for me, I'm a hard table it, um, for sure. And in fact, when we started thinking about the ideas for this podcast and, and Tim approached about putting this together... Uh-huh. Honey Heist was a game that I had in mind. Um, like, thinking about a micro RPG that is a true micro, you know... No messing around. It's two pages, one and done. And super light, simple, fun, easy to quick to get to the table, easy to learn, easy to play. Honey Heist, to me, at least right now, is kind of the archetypal micro RPG mm-hmm. that this podcast is about. And in that sense, I think it's amazing. And and um, uh, obviously, a lot of other games are going to now bring in, obviously, all kinds of different things, different methods, different ways of playing. Not all games are like this one. But I think it's kind of like, 
Yeah. What is it they say about Slayer? Like, it might not have been your first band and it might not be your favorite, but if you like metal, you like Slayer. Uh I feel like with Honey Heist, it might not be your first one and it might not be your favorite one, but if you like micro RPGs, you you like Honey Heist. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So, hard table for me. Sweet. All right. Any plugs before the end? No? No? No No plugs yet, but I hope to have another. I hope to have plugs by the time the next one gets recorded. All right. Cool. Same. Be gay, do crimes. Nice. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Table It. You can find us at micro underscore RPGs on Twitter or email us at micro RPGs at gmail.com. Please submit games you would like to hear us play with the subject line new game. Our theme this episode is Chill Vibra Jazz Theme by Danny Dory. All right. See you later. Thanks. Peace. Peace.